Danny? Hello. Hello, hello. Hello, hello. Hey. Welcome How's back. Oh, thank I'm you. Doing, I'm doing well. It is a beautiful day here in Ohio. Yeah, same uh, same up here. So. You were in Washington? Uh, yes, uh, Washington State. Nice. Yeah, not too bad. Although, you can't really go anywhere right now, but still nice. <laughs> same here. Oh, we're waiting on... It's just me and you right now. Alrighty. First to join. I forget, what was your uh, experience level with improv? I'm going to say I'm pretty new still. Um, okay. You know, I, I did it in college, uh, but I it was never uh, it was never a huge focus for me. So I'm gonna say that like I still have a lot of work to do. <laughs> As do we all. Nice though. That's you know, no problem with that. Everybody that joins here is, I don't know, we're all experts of different levels. Mm, yeah, it seems like it. Yeah. Uh, it seems like uh, everyone knew what they were doing, though, for sure. So, yeah, you you jumped right in, if I remember correctly. Yeah, yeah. What uh, what type of games do you particularly like? Um, I've always been like super like the improv experience I did is like very scene heavy and character heavy, development heavy. Um, okay. Which has uh, always been interesting to me, but uh. I'm not. I'm definitely like. I think that was just the style of the instructor I had. I'm definitely like looking to try other things. Okay, so you've done a lot of more longer form stuff. Yeah, and obviously not like focused on comedy, just uh, scene building. I guess. Oh, that's that's um, great. It's a great yeah, way to start. I, yeah. I think like, I think it was a conscious decision of the instructor we had just because I think a lot of us, including myself, went into it trying to be funny instead of building a narrative. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. No, nothing wrong with going for the joke, though. Oh, no, no, not at all. That's what Steve makes his money on. If he's I can here. definitely, I can definitely say last uh, last time I was definitely going for the jokes more, but uh, <laughs> that, uh, yeah, just a bit rusty for sure. You were uh, ranchy Jerry last time, right? You're correct. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> he was a nuanced character. Yeah, yeah. He uh, he was very he was very out there. He was very uh, hard in his sleeve, but also very uh, sketchy. You don't really know. Don't really know what he's up to. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Steve, are you there? <laughs> yeah, I'm here. <laughs> I listened to uh, the last half of Saturday's Jam that I missed, <laughs> and that was that was something. That was awesome. The Wonka Wonka Bar. What? Wait. Um. Chuck no, e. oh, no, no, no. That we were talking about the one where Danny was here. I'm talking about. Uh, on Saturday, you guys did. You guys were like English people, and bicycle unicycles were illegal, or bicycles were illegal. Yeah, 
and then and then you guys went into Chuck E. Cheese universe, which was uh, fantastic. And listening to it work today, to, I'm gonna have to check this one out. Sounds like. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to spoil anything, but Chuck E. Cheese universe gets pretty dark. That's all I need. That's all I need to go in. It is. It is. It is dark to begin with, if you think about it. It's a rat in control of a pizza place. That's failing he, financially. Does he yeah. rule it with an iron fist? Is he known? I think it's a it's a reverse Pied Piper situation where he rules it with his <laughs> musical band backing him. It was all just an avenue for him to get a, a record deal, and it just never panned out. Yeah, yeah. Can't, you can't blame him for trying, though. Yeah. yeah I've recently heard that Chuck E. Cheese is bankrupt. They're they're all going to close. Yeah, I know. They're done skis, yeah. What a shame. It's gone the was way of Blockbuster Video. Was there anything like Chuck E. Cheese before Chuck E. Cheese existed? Or did, they, did they invent the whole animatronic pizza place? Yeah, I don't know. I know there's a place up where I live that was called Jolly Genie, which was just like Chuck E. Cheese, but it was just like a ripoff. What was but it, it was called? Definitely what was the, what was uh, the Jolly Genie. Jolly, Jolly Genie. Genie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What did he look like? I don't remember whatsoever. It's just the name that sticks in my head. I think I went like twice as a kid, and it was just Chuck E. Cheese, like one for one. <laughs> He's still a rat, just called Jolly Genie. Yeah. I would bet Chuck E. Cheese is the first like major franchise of that. But I mean, I mean, animatronics. I would bet would be in Disney World first, or Disneyland, or whatever. Yeah, I think Walt Disney pioneered animatronics. Uh, as we know them, but don't quote me on that. Actually, I'd say Chuck E. Cheese was the first to bring it to local, local America, where you, you didn't have to travel far for the first time to see an animatronic being and eat some food while you stare at it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if you're eating it. You're like, it's more like you're putting it in your body because it's horrible. I. I think, because I want to, I want to think about the idea of like a place where kids just have a birthday. I don't know if that's the first place of that, because I mean, Chuck E. Cheese is also the concept of an arcade too in there, which would of course yeah. would have started until the '80s. I guess it's yeah. They really just like they marked the end of arcades being cool, the beginning of the end. Yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> now they're trying to make a comeback with barcades. Yeah, no, I don't drink, so they don't they don't have me on that one. Yeah. The the problem with arcades is that I have more video games in my house than any arcade that I've ever seen. Mm, exactly, mm-hmm. same here, yeah. And I have access to beer at my house. So both if I was going to drink, I'd definitely do it at home with my video games <laughs> and not at a bar. And where I'm from, there's a, uh, there was a place that didn't have a mascot, but it was called Nickel World. 
And that was an awesome place. All the games were a nickel instead of a quarter. See, that so you felt thing, like You felt like yeah. a millionaire. That would, uh, you know, get me to spend more money, I think, in the long run. Mm-hmm. I always look at these games, they're like, they're a dollar or something. Like, it's crazy. That sounds good. That's where you want to be, Nickel World. Yeah, like but that. sadly, I believe it, I don't think it lasted more than eight years. It was a good huh. run. What's up, y'all? Hey, Brandon. How's everybody doing? We are doing well. We're discussing. Um, did you have any not uh, not called Chuck E. Cheese? Did you have any Chuck E. Cheese knockoffs in your local area growing up? No, I don't think so. Okay, I was just Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah. Okay. Chuck E. Yeah. Cheese ran out. Oh, they pushed all the other creative geniuses out. Oh, absolutely. Uh, there was nothing left of childhood entertainment other than Chuck E. Cheese, the monopoly of Chuck E. Cheese in Cincinnati. Have you moved yet, Brendan? I have not. That's going to be on the 30th. Oh, okay, so you got 17 more days of goodness. I know. I don't know okay. what to do with myself, especially because it's like in that weird period where I don't really have a job, so I'm just doing freelance work, and I have so much time on my hands, so... I have gone to sprucing up my voice acting demo, and that is what I've been doing today. What's your wheelhouse? What are what are your characters on the demo? Uh, I found some scripts from... Let me pull this up really quick. Uh, handsome... I'm doing a character demo so I can try and get some video game stuff, because that's like the one voiceover thing that I haven't really gotten ex- paid experience with, at least, so... Uh, I did some Handsome Jack from Borderlands 2, uh, some Warhammer Imperium. Um, Is that just like you say their catchphrases, or you find like monologues that they've had? I found a monologue for everybody, so that's what I'm rocking with. Yeah, it's very fun. Okay. I don't, I don't know either of those two characters. Would there be a more run-of-the-mill that you could think of? Uh, I'm actually doing the critic monologue from Ratatouille as well. <laughs> <laughs> so nice. um, that's probably, I don't know. I've just found a bunch of generic ones. Like there's a thief one. There's a ghost in the shell one from the, I can't, I don't know if it's from the anime or the movie, but um, yeah, those are the only five I got through because it's, I'm a perfectionist, so I, I did like 30 takes of each. I think that makes... We should play a monologue game. You want to play a monologue game? I like this idea. Yeah. Like fun. Where we'll do, we'll do a scene, and then I will, I will call somebody out. I'll give them the spotlight, and they have to monologue for as long as they have the spotlight about whatever subject they brought up. <laughs> Interesting. I like this. Sounds good. We'll do that later. Um, let me see if anybody's working their way. More people will probably straggle on in. Um, but before we started, I wanted to play like a game where I'll give us an order. Okay. Um, or but maybe before we even do that, 
Uh, maybe is there anything you guys want to work on to get better at in improv or what, or I don't know, Steve, is there anything you're looking to get better at in improv besides just having fun on the jam? Um, I, um, one thing I always think about is whether um, I changed emotion over the course of one of our, uh, you know, longer scenes. Okay. Um, so that's one thing. Like, like you, you want your character to have an arc? I don't know. I wouldn't think about it like that. Just when there's, a, when there's an opportunity to change emotion, I always want to seize on that. So I don't know. Okay. That's a good thing to work towards. Yeah. Uh, Brandon, anything you particularly? Maybe we could think of games for what people want to work on. Things that I would like to work on. Uh, probably staying grounded for a little bit longer. With audio, probably tend to go a little wacky really quick. That is true for all of us. Yeah, I second that. I second that. I, that's pretty much what I was going to say, too. I've been grounded. Perfect. Great. But, I mean, All right. I'm conflicted yeah. about that, though, because some of my favorite audio prov is not grounded at all, and it's just wild. So, I don't know. It's it's a toss-up. But, I yeah, think, I think practicing it will help. Yeah, I think it's one of those things you want to have ready to go or, like, like you want to have kind of an impulse to do that, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I totally agree. Awesome. I love that. I love at least grounded practice. If it doesn't, our scenes don't have, once we get into like the long form, we don't have to do a complete drama, but yeah, it's good to have that. I agree. Um, Even in like a crazy scene, like having it suddenly be really grounded is really funny. I mean, it's like, it, uh, you know, it's a needed thing sometimes. Like, it just, it makes it more real, even if it is crazy. For sure. It can, it doesn't have to be humans, and it can still be a real emotion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I, I love that. How about just to get us talking and in the theme of it, Let's just do I like I like warming up with Jever just to get our brains going. So I'll write everybody's name out. Huzzah. Every everybody see the poll of our order? Yes. Steve, Danny, Brendan, Eric. And what game is this? Jever? Yeah. Um, so Steve would say Jever, which is a mashup of Did You Ever? And then we'll each of us will say one word and we'll basically build a store, build a question one word at a time. So it'll be Jever, take a large. <laughs> and then we'll just we'll just finish the sentence on our own. And then when whenever anyone feels like the question is over and it's your turn. You just have to say Jever, and we'll start a new one. Gotcha. Cool. Take it away, Steve. Jever. Hold. That. 
Big. Dinosaur. Bone. By. It's. Scapula. And. Force. It. Into. Your. Armpit. Jever? Break? Anything? Over? My? Head? Recently? Jever? Walk? Through? Another? Man's? Apartment. While. Naked. And. Thinking. About. Being. A. Man. Jever. <laughs> Try. Two. Sneak. Bye. Another. Orangutans. Adobe. Hut. Premiere. Software? <laughs> ever? Thirst. Violently. Four. My body. Odor. Jever. Take. Promises. And. Desecrate. Them. Jever. Contemplate. Dichotomies. Mm. And that's the that's Mesh is here. Let's get Mesh involved. What's up, Mesh? Hey. Um. So yeah, Mesh. We were talking, and um, one theme that came up from all of us that we'd like to work on is more grounded scenes instead of uh. We tend to have uh, affinity towards Crazy Town on audio improv. Uh, mm-hmm. um, but I did want to give you a compliment. I listened to the recording from Saturday, and your invention of there being someone who was already born in Chuck E. Cheese-averse was, uh, made me laugh at my desk at work today. <laughs> Thanks. Everybody else, everybody else, just so you guys are uh, who haven't listened, everyone else that is stuck inside Chuck E. Cheeseiverse has been trapped there. And then Mesh said out of nowhere that there's been one person who was born there. It was like, oh, we've been here for three years. And then someone was like, well, okay, then 
you have to all be at least three years old, right? And I was like, no. <laughs> and then that sprouted another character. I guess. <laughs> yeah. But anyways, <laughs> seeing as Chuck E. Cheeseverse could be a little bit of crazy, um, what I want to do with you four guys, I'll put a new poll up. Oops. Uh-oh. So we will have... Oh, one more, one more. So I'm assuming when you say grounded, how, how grounded is grounded? Is grounded like this could really be like the real world ha stuff happening or like... Yeah. Yeah, more along that. That's a good way to think of it. <laughs> um, so you guys see, uh, I got Steve and Danny and Mesh and Brendan paired off. Uh, so what we're going to do is basically you can kind of think of it as you guys are uh, a tag team. So uh, we're going to start with a scene with Danny and Mesh. And then I will be kind of the judge. And if anyone listening or anyone in the scene laughs, the person that makes the person other person laugh is removed from the scene because they're making the scene way too funny. Um, so the, the job of everyone in the scene is to try and not make anyone else laugh because it's such a realistic scene. And then when you do get, uh, if you are the one that makes everyone laugh, which will happen, um, your tag team partner will come in for you as the same character. And when they come in, they have to repeat the line that you said without making anyone laugh. Interesting. Cool. Yeah. So everybody's on board. Does one person from each team start the scene? And then the uh, it'll be it'll be Danny and Mesh to start. Uh, okay. I'll give them a suggestion. Uh, you okay. guys, Steve and Brendan, you guys are on the back line right now, not talking. Gotcha. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. And I will, I will let you guys know when you're in. Cool. And Danny and Mesh, your suggestion is neighboring hour. Is anyone else hearing an echo? Yes. Yep. I, I yeah I do hear one. Uh, maybe it's hmm. me. I don't know. Is everyone wearing headphones by chance? Yes. Yes. Yep. It seems to have gone away. Or it's much fainter. Okay. It might be because my mic might be too close. To, I'm wearing headphones, but uh, I don't okay. know. They're pretty cheap. Uh, so. That's probably what it is. Mm -hmm. It seems to have improved. Okay. Yeah, I can also uh, push to talk, so it'll be fine. <laughs> All right. Uh, are you guys good with neighboring hour? Yep. Ready when you are. Hey, how's it going, Steve? Oh, uh, doing all right, Bill. You know, uh, I'm glad. Uh, I'm glad we scheduled these times to talk every night, you know, after work and after we put the kids to bed and everything. It's really 
help help me a lot having someone to talk to. Oh, thanks, Steve. Yeah, I I feel the same way. Um, it's been really rough the last while, just you know, going through the motions and trying to get everyone, uh, you know, on board with you know with what's I guess with what's been going on lately. So, you know, speaking to someone else of responsibility like yourself, who and who lives close to where I live is really great. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, no, it's it's uh, it, it you know, like you said, there's there's a lot going on. Um, I know my kids don't really understand. They're kind of at that age where they, you know, don't really want to listen to their their dad. But I mean, I know your kids are a lot younger. I mean, how's how's it been for them? Uh, you know, yeah, I haven't hit that bump of adolescence yet where they're gonna be a bit harder I predict but um, you know I have I you know all the early challenges you know uh, uh, Toby fights with his sister all the time and uh, <laughs> Danny you're out Steve's in you got me <laughs> Toby uh, you know you know Steve Toby fights with his sister all, like, all the time oh well yeah uh that's, I mean, that's, uh, that, that's going to happen, you know, they, you know, especially that, I don't know, you know, it's, it's, uh, especially the, you know, especially with an older brother and a younger sister, I, I, I you know, I, I, I also had a younger sister and, you know, I picked on her a lot and, uh, I, I kind of feel bad about it now, but, you know, we, we, we sort of get along now. I mean, she's 400 miles of miles away but you know it's i guess easy easy to get along when you're that far away i guess right but, uh, well when, you know. when she came when she came by uh to visit on that vacation it did it did seem like you guys ultimately had a good relationship yeah i mean i you know i guess i guess you got to play the long game you know um <laughs> <laughs> Mesh, you're out. Brendan's in. You got to play the long game. Yeah, I mean, I guess you have to play the long game when it comes to sibling relationships. You have to really cultivate and make sure that you understand each other when you're adults, even if you couldn't as a child. Yeah. Do you think there was an age where you kind of felt like, you know what, I'm going to start working on this relationship with my sister and kind of not take it for, for, you know, just what it is, like accept it for how it is? Well, it was definitely after college, after mom passed away. It was 100% after that. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, loss of a family member, you want to get close to the ones you have left. Right, right. I know that was really a, de- uh, a devastating event for you in your life when your mother died. Steve, <laughs> <laughs> you're out. <laughs> yeah, I know that was a really devastating event for you uh, when your mother died. Eh. <laughs> Yes and no. <laughs> Brandon, you're oh out. God, <laughs> Mash is in. Uh, yes and no. <laughs> Mash, you're out. Brandon's back. <laughs> Deliver it right. <laughs> uh, yes and no. Oh, wait, what do you mean by that? Well, we always had a pretty rocky relationship, and towards the end we didn't even talk to each other much, so... It was. Uh, it's more of one of those things to where she passed away. She's no longer here. But are there hard feelings about it? 
No, it's just with old life, man. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. <laughs> We're gonna try it again, but no one's allowed to be a depressed character. <laughs> <laughs> You guys, what's the easiest way to not be funny? Be extremely sad. <laughs> and yet it's still somehow uh, funny, so. <laughs> Alright, I'll give you a new suggestion, and this time we'll have Brendan and Steve start. Gotcha. Uh, your guys' suggestion is well-made hold. Oh, God. Well, you know, always on these, it's always on these first days when we ship out where I just, where I just feel like, you know, it's, it's going to be the longest time that we're going we're gonna to be stuck in this, uh, this submarine together, you know? Well, uh, there's not many better places that you can spend with a friend. You really get to know them. Yeah, that's, that's, that is such a good attitude. That's why I'm kind of always glad to, uh, that, sh- that, that you're always ships out with me. But yeah, a lot of people look at shipping out as a negative thing. You know, you're away from your family, you're away from the homeland. But I'm saying that it's a good time to be able to find yourself and get yelled at by your CO a lot. And that helps you build tough character, like my dad always said. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, and if there is, you know, something I kind of need to have that, uh, you know, a mental kind of tool to kind of deal with, it's it's always dealing with our CO because he's like... I like that how how you kind of have that kind of way that you 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 feel like you're growing whenever you're interacting with him. Oh, absolutely, and I really think you should too because I know you've been taking it really hard when he gets on you. But it's, I mean, RCO loves us, man. It's all out of love. Yeah, I mean, I I, I as you're saying that, I I have to agree with you. Even, but it but it is it's 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 this love, but it's it's like a tough love. And I guess you're right. It's kind of best to kind of you know, focus on the love as opposed to the tough. Exactly. Like when he says, Steve's <laughs> out, I, I snickered. <laughs> <laughs> okay. For Steve out? Steve's yeah, out, no. Danny's in. Focus on the love instead of the tough. Yeah. I, I think you just have to focus on the love instead of the tough. <laughs> Absolutely. Like when he says, Corporal Johnson... You are a piece of down, dirty garbage, but man, you look good. You got to focus on that last part. Man, you look good. Yeah, I know. I can see where you're coming from. That's probably the best way to cope with anyone like being really negative towards you. You have to take the sunlight where it is, so to speak. That's a, I think that's a beautiful metaphor for it. You, you, you take the sunshine and rays in. Like last time, he said you could probably do math better than you swab <laughs> it Mesh, you could probably do meth. I need that line very serious. <laughs> I mean, he said you could probably do math better than you can swab the deck. To be honest, and that sounds like something he would sort of say. So, Yeah, he, he he's always big on those weird metaphors. I, I, he also referred to the ship as, as, uh, as the old, the old hag, you know, that no, was kind a, of a, out. <laughs> he also referred to the ship as the old hag. That's a bit Churchillian. It's like, Dickens. Danny, you're out. Steve's in. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, it's a bit, uh, Churchillian. 
<laughs> Danny, Danny's back in. That's the Churchillian. There it is. Churchillian? Ch- just like what? something Winston Churchill would have done. Oh, Sorry, it's Danny, you. Danny, you're out. <laughs> Steve's back in. Uh, yeah, yeah, something uh, Winston Churchill might have done. Like the take them by land, we'll take them by sea. By forget the rest of the quote that he said. Yeah, I, I mean, he was he was definitely very uh, you know quotable, but you know, well, it's apparent, hard to remember apparent. them. And, like none of them are coming to me, but yeah, very quotable guy. I don't think I can agree with that if we can't remember any of them. But maybe that that shows my <laughs> lack. <of that>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't, All right, our next. Our next one that I'm noticing, uh, and I took a, a, a class with a well-known teacher last week for a troop I'm in, and she brought up a good point of, like, even when we're on stage with each other in person, uh, it's easy to talk too long, and we especially are prone to it on uh, electronic improv because you don't know like their connection or it's just easy to want to fill time because we can't see each other and empty space is awkward, but awkward can be extremely funny. Uh, what she pointed out to us. So Mm -hmm. this next, uh, one to help everybody is I just want, or try to say, if you can less than eight words, because what she pointed out, which was really interesting was it's never really something you say. That's funny. It's more that you're reacting to something. Somebody else, somebody else has baby basically set you up for a spike. So the longer you talk, the less time we have to set somebody else up for a spike because you're either spiking it deep into the ground for too long or you're you're giving the set way too much time before the spike is. I don't know if that metaphor really works, but basically, yeah, we it's basically we have more ammunition. <laughs> right. Right. The more the more gives and takes we have. So the less you talk, the more chance there is for that interaction. So yeah, I will mix I will mix up the groups. Less than eight words. I like need this. a need a light touch. Wait. <laughs> it's impossible. I find it impossible to react if the thing the other person says is too long. It's like, what am I going to react to here? It's like, right, right, right. And she pointed that out too, because yeah. uh, her her example was like, if someone somebody would start a rambling sentence with like, we're not friends anymore, and we're we never were friends ever since the time you wore that green dress to the ball. And then the other person's response, they might say, I love that green dress, instead of focusing on the real gravity of what they said was, they don't want to be your friend anymore. Yeah. Um, mm. It's a way to ex- escape going into crazy town of a realistic response. That's very smart. Very oh, wise. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I like yeah. that. I thought it was cool. So new tag teams, Steven Mesh and Danny and Brendan. Okay, uh, so try, and you don't, and maybe you just, uh, the, the other game we did with her was um, your response 
to their eight second or their less than eight word sentence to you, take your time and just like respond with uh, voice or noises that aren't words like, oh, oh, <laughs> and do it for like a really long time. It, 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 it's, it's fun. So try and make a point of like, before you speak, react with a, a nonverbal sound or a non-language sound. Um, yeah, kind of like that. So let's start with Mesh and Danny. Uh, the real focus, uh, besides everything else I mentioned, is less than eight words. Um, be okay with mm-hmm. the silence. Let's try it. Outstanding senior. <laughs> Well, I must say, Terry, you've done a good job here. Uh, well, thanks. I didn't expect anything. Well, we're just happy for the contribution. Okay. Well, I mean, I I accept. Well, that's great to hear. <laughs> um, is it? normal to have an award like this? I'd say most care facilities do. <laughs> I, I just, I've never heard of anything like this. Oh, that's okay. Uh, I mean, maybe it's my memory, uh, but... Uh, I don't think we've ever given it before. It's, you're certainly not the first person to say this. Well, who else has gotten it? Mm. Kathy down the hall last year. Oh, Kathy. Did she move to another care facility? Yes, indeed she did. I saw that truck take her away. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, (laughs) Steve and Brendan, what what did you think of those two kids? Like, what would you say were their defining characteristics? Oh, hmm. Of the two characters, I like I thought, I thought Mesh was definitely very old. Yeah, one hundred percent. And Danny was just like his character was. Uh, I'm trying to think of the right word. Something along the lines of giving, but just like <laughs> giving in a sense to where everyone should understand what he's giving them, and it was very funny. Like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, this is the award. Like, you, you should be very happy about this. I enjoyed it. What did, what did you think was a defining characteristic of a character, Steve? Um, uh, I, I agree with what was said so far. <laughs> All right, it's your guys' turn then. Steve and Brendan, try for less than eight words back and forth. With 
Tasty usual. Mm, mm, mm. This beef Wellington is slapping. <laughs> oh, it, it is just melting in my mouth. You are the greatest cook that I know. Yeah. It's because I really get in there and try to understand the food. Hmm. Every chef has a secret technique. My technique is love and acceptance. And I think that's why I want to hire you to my kitchen. I will revolutionize your restaurant. Bargos will never be the same. It will be a landmark. A mecca. I'm going to ruin you. What? Keep, oh. keep doing keep doing a really long emotional response to that. That's, oh. a, that's a strange thing to hear somebody ah. say. Ah. Mm-hmm. Oh. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yep. oh yeah. But please be gentle. Oh, it's going to be your kitchen. But if you mess up once. Oh. I am human. Not in my <laughs> restaurant, bitch. <laughs> scene, scene. Oh. <laughs> oh, nice. I like the... I, there is something about the brevity that I think is really nice. It is. I don't know how to describe it, though. I like how um, the guy soliciting the person doing the cooking... Um, was essentially like you knew from the very beginning he had ulterior motives, and then like yeah. it became like almost immediately apparent. Yeah. <laughs> you I, felt I, I from kinda, just the way he started uh, out that he was evil somehow. Yeah, I, I got this like <laughs> there was like a bit of a stink to it for me. Like there was like a bit of this used car oh. sale, just like a tint. I got a bit of it. Okay. <laughs> I've like, been blinded. <laughs> I mean, since, since I was tr- I was trying to read it as as a grounded situation, it, it it almost came across as like sarcastic, like it was like two friends that were trying to like one up each other with <laughs> like because it was like you are the best cook ever, and it was like and like you know it's just kind of like that I don't know it just kind of like kept going, you know like they're just complimenting each other and and then and then it just right. kind of devolved into something else like. <laughs> Yeah, like I, that would be a kind of a weird thing to say to somebody that way. <laughs> nice. Are there any games you guys want to play to warm up? Uh, this has been actually really nice. Okay. Uh, you guys want to keep we, going? How about we? Uh, maybe we can try one with like j- just real quick for fun, just like with like even fewer words, like like you can't say more than three words or something like that. Okay. There there is that short form game that comedy sports plays where everyone gets assigned a number and that's the amount of words you say in a sentence and you can't do any less or more. 
So like oh. Steve would have one, Mesh would have three, Danny would have five, and then uh, Eric and I or someone could switch out. But yeah, okay. It it makes for some um, interesting scenes. Hmm. Let's try just like less than four or less. If you use less than four, without without just not adding anything to the scene and just saying okay. Um, try to try to add something to the scene, but if you can say less than four, let's try to put a high value on words, and we'll try to be as efficient as possible to make a compelling scene. I like it. Who hasn't? Is there anyone who hasn't done a whole scene with the other person? Maybe Mesh and Steve haven't started out together. Yeah. 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 Okay. Mesh and Steve, you guys will start. Try to have four or less words. Um, and your suggestion is ambitious single. Hello. Okay, so listen up. I'm all ears. I don't like speed dating. You're going to get wet tonight. What? All right. I got something. <laughs> yeah. Uh, super hottie. Mm, I don't know. <laughs> You're gonna find out. Um, this was bad idea. <laughs> oh, let me relax you. <laughs> scene, scene. We're not doing a porno here. Scene. <laughs> what? This is just dating. Ooh, all right. <laughs> Uh, Danny and Brendan, try for four or less. Your suggestion is Mad Watch. That's a good one. <laughs> well, that looks peculiar. In what way? Huh? <laughs> kind of just screams. Hey, no, no, I see that. You like wearing it? Summer months, possibly. I could buy it. Wait, <laughs> would you actually? 100% yes. Oh my god, Catherine. Yes, Janine. Catherine, this means so much. Well, you deserve it. I won't forget this. Your eyes will pop. <laughs> it definitely is my color. You've always been a blue gal. Do you want to leave? 
Now, let's keep looking. Would you buy other things? Oh, 100% yes. <laughs> Why, Catherine? Wine and dine, Janine. You're my best friend ever. And I want to marry you. <laughs> I don't know what to say. <laughs> yes. Say yes. I'm really uncomfortable. Which makes me comfortable. Comfortable? <laughs> Catherine, I'm <laughs> uh, Relationship red flags there. Yeah, yeah that, was a, that was a nightmare. We started talking. I like how you guys found a, a more interesting relationship as it went along. Um, it seemed to start out as just somebody who wanted to buy a watch, but man, did we learn. Didn't we learn? Somebody getting friend zoned. <laughs> yes. You he can't buy love. Buy the watch. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Um, <laughs> there's another game that can kind of help us. Because uh, another thing that happens that I think tends to push us towards the outlandish is it's hard when we have a lot of people joining at once, or just mm. a three person scene, even in person, can get messy. Um, so what I'm going to do is we are going to do, does everybody know what a Lorand is? No. For those who don't. Idea. What I'm going to do is, uh, I have our order in the poll and what we'll do is I will start a scene with Steve and Steve and I will have a scene going on. Um, and it's not exactly a Lorand, so maybe this it's maybe a little bit different. Um, so Steve and I are doing a scene. Uh, I establish myself as a character. Steve is establishing himself as a character. And at any point during our scene, Brendan can interrupt, and he will have a scene with Steve's character. Steve will continue to be the same person, but it's now a different time and place where they, he is hanging out with Brendan's character. Um, and when you are, uh, and we'll keep going down the line. So then Steve and Brendan will have a scene for say a minute or a minute and a half. And then mesh will interject loudly and he'll be obvious. Maybe we should wait for Chris. Um, mesh will interject and he will have, a, he will be a new character interjecting in a scene starting with him and Brendan and we'll keep going. And then we'll, we'll go all the way around. Uh, a couple times where I will interrupt a scene with Mesh and Danny and we'll keep going in a circle. Um, and the general uh, idea or what's that? Oh, sorry. Quick, quick, quick question. I, I, I missed this. What, um, so what triggers the interjection of the next person? Whenever you're feeling that it's a good time to interject. Oh, okay. You feel like that. Uh, Chris, are you there? Yeah. Yes. Okay. We're good. Uh, we were just about to start. But I will get you in here. Uh, so we will have Eric. I didn't catch any of the explanation. I will re-explain so fast. So fast. Ooh. So fast. 
Eric, Steve, Brendan, Mesh, Danny, Chris. Boom. Boom. So I'm going to start a scene with Steve. Steve and I are going to establish our characters in whatever world this is. And then we are going to do a scene for, say, around a minute or a minute and a half. And then Brendan will interject. He will, he will edit by all kind of being rude uh, as a way to think of it. Uh, and he will obviously, he will make it somehow obvious. He will call out the name of Steve's character or he'll just start talking and it'll be weird and I'll stop talking. And uh, Brendan and Steve will be in a scene where Steve is the same character as he was in the first scene with me. And Brendan and Steve will do a scene for a minute and a half, and then Mesh will interject, and he will do a scene with Brendan, and Brendan will stay the same character that he was, and we'll keep going like that down the line. Uh, and then, then, yep, it's very close. Yeah. Um, but what we, what's that, Mesh? Oh, is it, maybe you're about. I was going to say, are we are we still trying to stay grounded in our scenes, like make that a that's point always, that's as always well? a good tip. Um, feel free to, I mean, follow what's fun. You don't have to be. <laughs> we were tending to be very depressed characters, <laughs> so feel free to be whatever. Um, that was just a good warm up. Uh, I have fun getting weird, so no pressure to be historically accurate. Um, yeah, so then we'll go around, and the only tip that I've found from doing this with a troupe is, so say Steve and I are in the first scene, and say that we both work together, uh, Brendan, uh, Brendan's best tip or best advice that he can have starting the next scene is to not be another person that works at the same place. So he wants gotcha. to be like, oh, we've seen what Steve character is like at work. Let's see what Steve character is like at uh, a party or with his friends or with his family, uh, just to try to mix up uh, so we're not all at the same place or that we're not all related. Um, try to build like a broader community. Like, oh, it could be Steve talking. Brendan could be the mailman and kind of have a distant relationship with Steve. Um, that's just the best advice that I, I've seen when we've done this. Does that make sense? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Are we all on board? Oh, ready to go, Captain. Yeah, and uh, the only other thing, uh, uh, yeah. we'll, with the first scenes will be like a minute to a minute and a half. Uh, as we get the, we're going to go around three times, and as we do the second time around, maybe the scenes are only 45 seconds. They typically won't be as long as the first time. And then the third time we go around, they can be even shorter than that. Um, and as we go around, people can start like hinting at that they know other characters or that we're all interweaved because um, we're all going to be kind of in the same global area or somehow have a distant relationship. But cool. that doesn't have to be forced. Okay. I've done enough explaining. Our suggestion... Oh, free associate. Wow. <laughs> uh, and press. Wow, free associate press. That is unreal. Okay. Steve and I will start. Uh-oh. <laughs> 
That's depressing. Honey? Uh, yeah. Yeah, honey. What's what's going on? You look upset. I just... I, I'm sitting here eating my Cheerios, and I just I just read the headline. Yeah, it, it looks like we are we're going to war. Yeah, that. And I, I'm I'm still 23. I'm I'm definitely going to be oh. in the draft. Yeah, but you know, you know, honey, they need. Um, car manufacturers to, to you know, to stay here in the in the states and and continue working. Mandy, I I don't care that I'm the first grandson of Gerald Ford. I I want to I want to fight. I want to do my duty. Oh, okay, okay. That's that's how you feel. But you know, Harold, I'll I'll miss you. Man, Mandy. I'll miss you too. That that's a given. Right. Well, you 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 pick up the paper, you read about the war, and the first thing you do is say how much you want to go. It's not that I, I. Okay, I can see that. I gotta get out of my family's name, Shadow. Okay. Well. That that you know what. That sounds fine for you and your development, but, you know, to me, it sounds selfish. Mandy Ford, back at the library again. What are you reading today? Oh, I was just, you know, continuing my journey through, through Proust. Oh, that's <laughs> very foreign to me. How are you holding up? I know he left last week. Well... Uh, well, Diane, it's 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 been difficult, and and that's kind of why I've been just doing so much reading. It's kind of just the only thing keeping me company. Well, I've asked you to come to the Tupperware parties three months in a row, and now I don't really see an excuse for you not to come and get out of the house. You need to really get out. Yeah, I mean, uh, well, I always just kind of feel awkward about that. I mean, I am kind of a, a Plyx gal. <laughs> you can come over to Truex anytime. It's not a monopoly. Oh. oh, yeah. And it's it's less about the Tupperware, more about you. Oh, oh kind of. It you, you know, Diane, I have been pushing people away, and I I feel like I I I I, sh- I should make an effort. Yes. Yes, you should. <laughs> Diane, you're a, you're a good friend. Well, thank you. I know we just met a little while ago here in the yeah. Proust section, even though I don't know what it is. Oh. oh, it's sort of a little... Diane, I think you'd find it interesting. It's sort of a long, meandering novel all about the misconceptions we have about time. <laughs> Wow, that is fascinating. You can tell us all about it at the Tupperware party. <laughs> yeah. Diane. I mean, Diane. Excuse me. Yes. Yes, George. What? This is this is the fourth time this week I've had to tell you to keep it down at the library. I I'm going to have to I, I'm going to have to kick you out. I'm sorry. Uh, that's a little bit unruly. I would say that I was talking at the same volume as everyone else. Diane, let's 
here, come come outside with me. We we all all of the other patrons are looking at us. This is such a weird way to flirt, George. <laughs> Diane, I I've I've been watching you. I've I know. I've seen how you've checked out a book in every department of the library and returned it the next day. There's no way you could read books that quickly. Why are you really coming to the library? Ever since John died, I've filled in the void with, with books and well, George, I wish you would just come out and flirt with me. (laughs) (laughs) Diane, I could never be the man that he was. But I'll never be a I man can... like him. There's going to be a war, Diane. I might be going away. This might be my last chance to tell you. I never... I never liked books. What? But I... <laughs> what? <laughs> I can't were... believe what I'm hearing. You were the best thing that ever came out of my career at the library I just want you to know that you have the firmest grip of the Dewey Decimal System I'm shocked Uh (laughs) I can hunt you Soros get up front (laughs) Soros I want you to get down and give me 50 right now 50 push ups is that I, I don't know if I don't know if I have enough have enough training yet. Do I look or like your clerical worker, Soros? Get down and give me fifty. Uh, all right, all right. This what? ain't the May Day Parade. This ain't the New York Parade. This is the United States military. I don't think I have what it takes. <laughs> I wasn't built for war. Does your family have a lot of money? Oh, a modest amount, I'd say. I mean, I'm a librarian. I, I, I don't. I'm a librarian who doesn't like books. That is quite the conundrum. Do you think going to war will make me a real man? The man probably not, Soros. Probably not. Okay. Well. Too late. I'm already enlisted, so... Yeah, we're dropping tomorrow, Soros. <laughs> what, what, what do you mean by dropping, Corporal? We are dropping into enemy-occupied territory! Well, is that why we're getting on this boat right now? That is absolutely why we are getting on this boat right now, Mr. Soros. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, this this is all new to me. This is, uh, I, you see, I, I call you know. Mr. Soros and not Private Soros because you have <laughs> failed the military. <laughs> now, Corporal, when my yes. grandson shows up, I don't want you to go easy on him. I want to make that <laughs> clear. Absolutely, Mr. George Soros Sr., sir. I may have provided every single car that you boys use and every single boat you boys employ to take the fight to the enemy, but that doesn't mean you need to go easy on Gerald. Harold. 
I that said has been it wrong. acknowledged in the fight plan shirt. You may call me buddy. <laughs> yes, buddy, sir. <laughs> That's more like it. You see, I'm an easygoing millionaire. I would definitely crack a cold one with you, buddy, sir. It can be arranged, but I'm telling you right now, Corporal, if I find out you let my grandson off easy in any way whatsoever, I'm going to uncrack every cold one you've ever cracked somehow. <laughs> That's how rich I am. I can make that happen. <laughs> you don't mean that, sir, do you? I look at look into my cold, dead eyes. <laughs> These are the eyes that invented the manual transmission. Okay. Even hey, though fellow, I knew fellow, how to make an automatic already. Hey, hey, fellow millionaire. Hey, psst. Yeah, yes. Yeah, so, uh, sorry, I was smelling my. Me, Harold. Harold. Hey, don't be so freaking loud. Jeez. Hey, I, we're both uh, millionaires, right? Yes. Well, there's got to be a way I can get out of the draft then because of that. Right, Mr. George? I, I already told the sergeant to not go easy on you when you show up. It's a little bit awkward. What? <laughs> that was my exact words. I said, if you go easy on him, I will end you. <laughs> you said that you said you would kill him? That's that's two on the nose. No, no, I said I would root like end he will want to be dead. I can kill him too, but that's easy. <laughs> okay, well, that's, I like to I, draw these things out. I've been putting up this whole front to my wife that like I wanna go, like I gotta go like duty country for duty and stuff. Did you know I never approved of that marriage, by the way? I approve of <laughs> duty, oh, but I don't approve okay. of this marriage. Here it goes. You let's, married let's bring out that up to let's bring that up yes. to your past five wives. Yes, let's bring <laughs> they were hey, I'm bored. When a new model comes along, I act. Oh. Okay. Ooh. Okay, I, I at least have duty to my wife. I, I, I mean, maybe that's what you, you don't understand duty at all. No, but I appreciate it. Well, if I find out <laughs> that there's a way to get out of this war. I'm okay with that, but I'd cheating like on your wife. Right I, Why do you keep calling it cheating? It's more like playing the game better than they are playing it themselves. It sounds no. like you're uncracking cold ones all over your ex-wives. Oh, you'd, <laughs> you'd, you'd, you'd know it. <clears throat> that's, that's too much for me. I Put love Mandy. I don't, don't. want to go to war. In fact, I just learned her name right now. I wasn't even going to devote brain power to knowing her name, and you brought it that, up. That's so messed up. I don't even know why I'm, I meet in this alley with you. I'm old-fashioned. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Harold! Oh, ha hey. Harold, I, I'm so glad you're back from your five tours of duty! Oh, and boy, are my arms tired. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> oh, did you just coin that? I don't know. You that just set sounds... me up so perfectly, babe. <laughs> that sounds new and fresh. <laughs> yeah, um, you haven't talked to a lot of the other guys who've been sent back, have you? Are you? Well, I did have a little bit of conversation with Buddy, 
And it Wait. sounds like, yeah, it sounds like to me like you've been using your name to get kind of light, light amount of duty. Okay, Mandy, you don't know what war is like. Well, I I agree. I don't know what war is like, but I know what you said to me. And you said you needed to go find yourself, but it sounds like you've been just relying on your name. Well, oh, 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 well, that's uh, that's just you're throwing a lot. You you don't think I know duty? Oh, I I don't know. I don't know what to think, Harold. I'm I'm here reading Proust all day. Oh, that yeah. I'm I'm off filling M16s to save my life, and you're you're stuck in a novel, and you don't think I know yeah. what's up. Well, 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 Mandy Ford, back in the Proust section. Uh, oh, hi, Diane. Don't hi, Diane, me. This is three <laughs> years of Tupperware denials. All I want is a friend, and you can't even give me the time of day. Look, Diane, okay, I tried. I put a lasagna into some Tupperware, and it tasted like plastic. It's not about the Tupperware. I burped it and everything. Great. I could have taught you how to... Oh, my Lord, Mandy. And now he's back, and I'm never going to see you. You were... Yeah. You were the only hope I had. Of remaining a normal semblance of life. I build Tupperware forts at home. Uh Uh-huh. Oh, Diane, if there's anything I've learned, it's that you need to just be a crazy tough woman and don't take no shit. (laughs) Okay. Diane, 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 is that you? (laughs) What's up, asshole? (laughs) My God, I just got back from war, but I, you never wrote back to any of my letters, and your mother wrote a letter saying you were dead. Well, I told her that, so she'd leave me alone. Wait, you told your mother you were... Okay, well, <laughs> Diane, listen, I... 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 I I saw things in the war, things that changed me. Yeah. But thinking of you now. I mean, there wasn't a lot of time to read. (laughs) Um, We had some field manuals, I guess. I mean, I. I don't know. I thought I thought war would make me a real man, but. I guess it made me more of a hollow shell of a man. But now I can fill that shell with love. Well, it won't be from this thick-skinned broad, I'll tell you that. <laughs> Diane, you're, you've become so cold and distant. <laughs> Mandy gave me some advice that I'll never forget, and it was to toughen up. Especially to jerks like you, George. You can't even flirt with me. Uh, do you think they might have a book about 
how <laughs> I guess I just never picked up that skill. I didn't learn I believe... it during the war either. Well, that surprises me. You flirt with death so much. Soros, open up! <laughs> oh, God. Uh, Soros! Oh, open up! Yep, yep, yep. All right. Uh, here. Soros! I need somewhere to live! <laughs> oh, no. I, I'm real I, sorry. I was hard on you back in the military, but I haven't been, I haven't really gotten the best military grade pension because I yelled at all my superiors as well. So I need you to let me in and be cool about this. Corporal, I, I mean, I, I mean, I, I, I know you were dishonorably discharged and I mean, that was... <laughs> I mean, I, I I sympathize with you, Corporal. I I, I know it's you can call me Sergeant. That's my first name. Corporal Sergeant. Corporal Corporal Sergeant. Okay, right. Yes. Old habits die hard, Cor Sergeant. Um. I think. Well, I mean, I, you know, I have a I have a, a, a fold-out bed in my basement. If if that's That'll suffice, I think. Uh, I'm going to be upfront with you, Soros. I have already taken up residency on this bed without <laughs> your prior consent or knowledge. It is property uh, of the U.S. Uh, government. <laughs> Sergeant, that is that is my bed. Um, and also, I don't, I mean, you, you're no longer in the military. I don't know if uh, you can pull that card with me anymore like you used to. Wait, isn't your dad George Soros Sr.? Why is your house like five feet by five feet? Uh, well, I mean, I was the black sheep in the family. I mean, he he gave all his love to uh, my brother, who is married and has a good future ahead of him. I'm just a librarian. Oh, uh, yes, I can see. He's the attractive one on the mantle. Yes, yes. Right, yeah, I mean, I... He does he, look he, much he better said, than you. He definitely did roll better genetic dice than you, sir. Um, you don't have to call me sir, uh, <laughs> corporal, sergeant, uh... Let's get something straight, sergeant. Now that you're not in the military, you have to call me sir. <laughs> yes, sir! That's the rules. Perfect, I like that. I like that a lot. So, you want a job at my factory? Ha! 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 Okay, you can have a job. You can have the worst job on the whole floor. <laughs> what job is that, sir? Spark plug taster. <laughs> you have to I'll have you know, sir. I have acquired this gritty voice through the licking of multiple spark plugs prior to this conversation. <laughs> Sergeant, those were military spark plugs. I have a new model coming out where the spark plug is nastier than ever. Everyone knows the nastiest part of the car is the spark plug, and I'm going to make that more true than it was already. What are you, you going to call it? The dark plug. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> Junior, I'm, I'm, it's, I'm behind this trash can. <laughs> oh, well, you're always hiding in places, and I have to come find you. 
Well, there's not a lot of trash cans back here, so I picked the biggest one. Look, I found out what happened to your ex-corporal, Sergeant Corporal. I know he <laughs> well, was easy for you, so I had him ripped out of the military like a Christmas ornament on January 5th, if we're being real. <laughs> okay, I'm... I gotta be straight with you, like, that's, like, revenge is great and all, but, like, I'm, I'm broke. You just said revenge is great and all. Do you see it is. Rolling down my face of joy? Oh, to hear you, you start thinking, like, you're part of this family, where we do things like take revenge and invent the dark plug. What? So, you, you're cool with me being broke, and as long as I'm evil? Yes. Because evil people don't stay broke for long. Do you know how many times oh. I was broke? Once, and then I stopped forever. Well, <laughs> okay, but that like seems like that could have just been chance. It, that I became evil. Well, no, that you just you rebounded so quickly. I I don't want to put all my chickens oh, in that basket. Oh, so now you think I wasn't good enough to become this rich rich old man that I am. Now, you think that the fates or Lady Luck had some kind of hand in this. Yeah, what I'm saying is, like, I'm guessing you didn't hang out by trash cans most of the day, like I do. When I was your age, it was 1851, and they didn't have trash cans. They just had heaps. Okay? And we burned them. So I'm luckier? Than you? Because we organize our trash? Yes, you got a head start. <sighs> Man, I don't see the advantage, but... You don't have to look at your <laughs> trash. Kind of like how I don't, I don't have to look at most of this family. Because most of them disappoint me greatly. You disappoint me too, my boy. But not on the same scale. So I am <laughs> trash, but I will rebound. I'm very Hello. sad. Harold, oh, can I, oh, hey. you know, can I scooch up and get a little bit of warmth from your trash heap fire? Yeah, it's it's warmer by this decaying banana because of the decomp. Oh, it's it's awfully generous of you to uh, to allow me to come to come back. I gotta tell you something, Mandy. Yes, Harold. I never got I never got shot. Right. You that, you you you've been doing that limp for for quite a while. I know. I know. I've I was committed to the character. My oh. purple heart's fake. What? I. What really happened is like I was on a call, and some guy didn't see that I was still like on a on a, on a the wire was like on at his feet because it was so long, and he tripped on it and it ripped so hard that it like sprained my wrist. Oh, Harold, it it feels like you're well peeling away your outside like a banana and revealing your true self. Is it is it warm on the inside of my banana? <laughs> oh, Harold, it is, it is just the right mushiness and just the right ripeness. <laughs>
Mandy. Hi, Diane. Hi. I'll accept your hi this time. Thank you. <laughs> and, and, uh, yeah. I, uh, <laughs> I have something to tell you, Diane. Is it something about I... my inner banana? <laughs> I mean, I could force that metaphor if you want. <laughs> Shoot. Yeah, so, a, like, a banana, it, when it's, it needs to stand firm, you know? I mean, uh, <laughs> don't let it go get all round and mushy and liquidy. You take that banana when it's most ripe and useful. I guess I can do that. <laughs> what do you want to tell me? Oh, oh yeah, I forgot about that one. Um, <laughs> me, and, me and Harold have been having, um, you know, it's it's been rough, and we've kind of gotten back <laughs> together recently, and I just kind of, as I was living alone for a while, I want you to know that I feel sorry that, you know, your husband did die, and I know how challenging that can be. No shit, Mandy. Jesus. <laughs> Oh. Look, uh, Diane, I agree. I have some growing to do. I do. I thought you were going to apologize for never showing up to my parties and being my friend. Oh. Well, you know, Diane, that's sort of more of a logistical thing, considering that, like, the Tupperware <laughs> doesn't really work well, you know. I put some bananas in it, and they did, like, I should have just left them in their peel, to be honest. Oh, my God. It's not about the Tupperware. <laughs> well, I... <laughs> Diane, it's 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 me. Uh, what? Uh, well, I I, uh, I've been, I I've been I've been doing some reading. I read uh, read for uh, I'm reading some Proust actually, um, oh. and uh, you know that I'll be I'll be honest with you. I I, I didn't understand any of it. Um, <laughs> That it makes two of us, George. It is way over my head. It's just the way he talks. I mean, the way he writes is is like some. It's like someone's inner monologue that has no editing whatsoever. <laughs> uh, but so you know what he he did he. Yeah, is that what they call it. I, um. But he did mention something about uh, uh, some French pastries or something like that. So I got I, I got you uh, I got you some uh, an assortment of uh, of uh, George various I don't know what these are I don't know they're yes, shaped yes, like seashells. I, I will marry you. Yes. Uh, okay. Um, I've I guess I didn't I didn't even. So long. Uh, I didn't even have to ask the question. This is wow. Uh, I thought the pastry was worth the question. Huh? <laughs> I, uh, this uh, okay. I just need to fall back on my training here. Uh, okay. Um, adapt, react, overcome. Okay. Uh, all right. Yeah. Uh, we're gonna have to make a plan. Um, a, a, a plan for the future. Okay. Children. Help me no, Staros, I will not yeah. be your best man at your wedding. Now leave me alone to my 5kg workout. Also, my voice has been destroyed by this new freaking spark plug. Start.
Sergeant, well, first of all, I'm really worried about your health, but, <laughs> you know, you're kind of the only person that I could even remotely call a friend at this point in my life. And, well, first of all, don't die on me, Sergeant, Corporal, Sergeant. I'm invincible. I cannot die. <clears throat> Listen, uh, we're going to have a reception. Uh, it's going to be... Um, it's going to be based on, uh, different stories from famous books. It's going to have a theme. Uh, there's going to be some, fr some free, some free grub, um, some, some French pastries. That's, uh, you know, that sounds, I mean, uh, that, uh, look, Charles, I just got to say, when I first met you, you were just a private and you your your voice wasn't very scratchy, and you weren't very good at things in the army. But now I'm looking at you here, and I have to say, you still aren't very good at army things. But your voice <laughs> is a bit scratchier, so I will be your best man. Well, thank you, sir. You you were my my inspiration. I uh, it was a uh, that is I mean, an I, awful I place to draw inspiration. But okay, thank you. <laughs> Well, sir, like I said, you're pretty much the only role model and friend that I have. Well, you're and certainly not mine. You're reading that weird purit stuff, and that stuff I can't even understand at all. I, I picked it up when I was doing push-ups, and it, had, it went nowhere. Hippie, hippie stuff. Oh, my, Sergeant. What have I done? Doesn't what is it, Mr. Senior Buddy Soros? <laughs> Honestly, at this point, you can call me whatever you want. All names are on the table, off the table, however you say that. Why have you asked me to meet you at 3 a.m. at a Wendy's, an hour away from where I live? <laughs> I call this lunch. <laughs> you see, when you get to be as powerful and rich as I am, you kind of dictate your own 24-hour clock. This Wendy's is supposed to be closed right now, but I keep them open. I get here about 10 p.m., and I linger. <laughs> they hate me. And I used to like it that way. You have a beautiful mind, sir. Thank you. Sergeant, have I wasted my life? Most likely, yes. Thank you for giving it to me straight. Oh, I always... I'm a, I'm a real straight shooter. I so they always call me straight Sarge. You're going to be the, the straight best man at my... Uh, one of my uh, spawns... Our grandchild something's wedding. Yes, yes, I will be the, the, the straightest of men. Ooh. I can guarantee this. I've been through the army. I want you to... I want you to give a speech on my behalf because I don't think I'm going to live long enough to make it to wedding. But you are 59, sir. I know, but well, who do you think tasted those all these components to make sure that they were the right quality? In the first well, it's me. I don't know, but your dark spark plugs definitely uh, did a number in my voice. It has made it grittier 
than most voices at this point. I know, it's and great, I right. Why, dude? You are in like the dingiest hospital. I didn't even know you were sick. I know, I know. I'm not just sick. I'm dying. I snuck in here, man. I hadn't. I've been hiding by these hospital trash cans for hours, just lingering. Harold, those are biohazard containers. I wouldn't recommend that. Well, what do I know? Anyways, I'm a dying old man. Why? Why do you need me, man? I'm, I'm I'm risking my neck coming out here to see you. I want to leave you my fortune. What? The dark plugs? Everything. <laughs> Every evil car component I've ever built. The well, leering wow. wheel. That's yours that... now. The scare bag. That's yours now. <laughs> I could. Wow. But I won't. The tie after work one tires. more time I'll say that one more time <laughs> the tired after work tires yes tired after work tires <laughs> nice all those profits are yours now what, the high screams yes those like, two okay I'll stop <laughs> <laughs> I just want you to promise me something. Yeah? What's that? Don't waste your life like I did. But you were rich. You you had everything. I had nothing, Harold. Nobody liked me except Corporal a little bit at the end. That's <laughs> 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 uh, That was wow. fun. That was a... That was a that was very realistic, too. What an what sure. an epic! Yeah. <laughs> that was yeah a lot of a lot of I really liked the uh, Proust. What is that? Yeah, it's a very long novel that this guy wrote, and it had something to do with time, but in a like dreary sort of way. <laughs> Well, Pr- Proust is the author's name, right? Like Marcel Proust. Yeah, Marcel Proust. Yeah. In Search of Lost Time is the epic long thing he wrote. Yeah, okay. it's more like In Search of a Better Book. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice. All right, let's uh, let's open it up to more. Uh, let's end with some living room free for all. Get some suggestions for us. How are you? How are you doing, Chris? By the way. Good, good, good. Okay. Original committee, astonishing, edible catch. I want to get some, <laughs> get some wit, lovable wiki. So, did you guys uh, ever play? Uh, oh. <laughs> um, have you played hot potato with an actual potato before? <laughs> no. <laughs> I've played it with a hot coal. <laughs> Oh, oh my God! Well, that that sounds day more dangerous. If that, it 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 won't burn you if you're really fast with it. Mm. <laughs> Wait, have How, you? It, I, I assume it's. Potato? I assume it's just as bad with a hot potato. They're like 400 degrees. Yeah. Yeah, I was real young, and I was over at someone else's house, and that's what their family was like doing before dinner. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? You mean to tell me you've never played a little hot potato before dinner? 
<laughs> Who me? <laughs> I mean, did, I did, did that they time. eat the potato? They eat the potato afterwards for dinner, or uh... yeah, not only idea, that, but yeah. I was real young, and I remember it. One of them falling to the ground, and I was, I was like, ooh, and then the dad was like, oh, I'll, I'll, I'm gonna eat that one. Don't nobody worry. So they did. They not only <laughs> ate the ones they played with, they ate the one that was like smashed on the floor. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I feel like the potatoes being in everybody's hands is a bigger thing than it like touching the floor for, like, for uh, yeah. a second. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but, this is in the, in the 80s before germs. <laughs> right, of course. Yeah. Before they existed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, speaking of the 80s, guess what I saw two nights ago? Krull. I had never seen Krull before. Oh, yeah. Krull's awesome. Krull is crazy. I love the castle. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It needs. Has everybody seen Krull? Oh, Kr- oh. K U R K R U L L. Yeah, K R U L L. Yeah, okay. yeah. It came I, out like the same time as Return of the Jedi, so nobody saw it. It's like oh, a science well, fantasy. Yeah, Liam Neeson's in it, and it's just—it's like every scene is just thrown in there, and it's just a bunch of crazy stuff happening, and the plot is like whatever. It's like someone yeah. making up a D and B campaign as they go. <laughs> yeah, and he has the great the weapon. He has the weapon that a predator has. The glaze. He's a glaze. It came up before Predator. Wow. Does the Predator have honestly, that? He has a, a blades. But honestly, if the Predator just like walked into camera while you're watching Kroll, you wouldn't even notice. You'd be like, yeah, this might as well be in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> well, Predator has better creature design, I think, than anything in Kroll. Absolutely. Honest. Absolutely. <laughs> But Crawl has the the teacher from Willy Wonka in it. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, that's a good get. Oh, it's bonkers. <laughs> Highly recommend it. Yeah. Let's see. The sword, sword and sorcery. Yeah. Or is it sci-fi? It's spa- uh, science fantasy, I guess. You think so? Yeah. Yeah. It's like people on horseback and a spaceship. Not to go backwards, but was this hot potato tradition obviously something they did regularly? I have no idea. I, I, was, not, it, was it just because you were around? This is like one of this is a really early memory of mine. I don't. I I don't even know who this family was. I think they were our neighbors or something. <laughs> I don't know why I was over there. You don't know who they were. I think they were our neighbors. I think my Mm. sister was friends with one of their, like, you know, young children, too. And I think that's why I was over there. So I I don't know if, yeah. Mm. I told you everything I remember about it, pretty much. (laughs) (laughs) It's interesting. It stuck out in your mind that much that. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, I guess it is kind of. I mean, I, I don't know. I've never like. Yeah, I've never I, seen I, anyone I do that. In, yeah. I think in general, it's interesting when you you know you yeah like you go over to you know especially when you're a kid you go over to somebody else's house and you sort of see all of their family, you know, quirks and traditions and like how, you know just comparing it to your own family like. Like yeah, that's. It's all yeah. It's it's also like a. Like, not that it's a bad thing, but, like, 
I always thought it was interesting how just people like there's so many like very distinct smells like like a whole a whole family like not that it smells bad but like a very distinct and it smells exactly like the Smiths. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But like there's not wild. that many detergents out there. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So it's an amalgam of things going on in the house. <laughs> Everything. And that's but, why. Um, okay. Uh, oh, uh, oh, that's why Febreze had such a difficult time marketing themselves because Febreze el- eliminates odor, but it, you like if you have an odor, you don't know it. Right. Oh. Yeah, because you get used to your own smell, I guess. Lose <laughs> your own your own pigsty. <laughs> you only you only notice but, it when you come home from vacation. Yeah. Yeah. It, um, it, it kind of reminds me of, I don't know if, it, have any of you seen the movie Parasite? Um, yeah. It, it like won the Oscar last time. Like, oh, yeah. Very, like, like Korean movie. Like there was, there was, yeah, there was like a whole thing about, like there's this family that's, that's poor that's trying to pass themselves off as, as being like upper class. And like one of the giveaways is like, you know, when they're interacting with this rich family is like, they, they they can smell them and they're like it's like oh they smell like poor people like I, they they didn't say it exactly like that but like the, there was an obvious thing where it's like like okay you know where they're like okay now we have to start washing our clothes with different you know separately with different detergent and you know <laughs> yeah they smell like the like, soap boy or something yeah or like the yeah like they have the basement smell or something like that. oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> hmm. I still haven't seen that I need to watch it. It is a good one. Crawl took the yeah. priority. I guess I'll watch that next. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, equally entertaining, just for different reasons, you know. That was the same director as Snowpiercer, I think, right? Yes. Yeah. 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 Oh, I love yeah. Snowpiercer. Oh, man. That dude, that dude likes class warfare stories. For sure. Yeah. 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 Willy Wonka. Yeah, the, the yeah. Walker connection. Yeah, I, love that. yeah, I, I saw that. Yeah, I saw that video. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like Willy Wonka comes up a lot in these sessions because <laughs> that movie. He does. Willy Wonka and the lasagna. Cultural touchstone. Right. <laughs> Yeah, for real. Hey, Jimmy. Oh, sorry. You can finish your thought. I'm sorry. No, it was a bad thought. Okay. Hey, Jimmy. Thanks for coming over. Um, I, you know, like, uh, our, our son, uh, our son Stevens really, uh, really had a hard time making friends, but, uh, it's, it's so so nice of you to offer to come over and just hang out with him for a little bit just sort of you know just normal kid stuff and you know just you know don't don't mind the rest of the us in the family here we're just going to do our thing and you just kind of just hang out and just, you know just have fun well miss miss burlington i i you know i know how to be a kid i you know i a kid's gonna be a kid. Okay, yeah. Just keep. Yep. Just keep those thoughts going, and just really, just 
show what it's like to be a normal kid. And, uh, I mean, not normal. I mean, when I say normal, you know, it's, I mean, just, yeah, just be yourself. I'm, I, I'm saying too much. What am I saying? What am I saying? Okay. okay. Let me just, okay. Yeah, well, I th- okay. Yeah. It did sound kind of ableist and ageist, but okay. I, I'll just, I'm just yeah. gonna, yeah, I'm just gonna relax. Okay. Ms. Burlington, you, you should do the same thing to be honest. Uh, no, I, I, yeah, no, I just want to make sure that, uh, that everything goes, goes well here. Uh, okay. I'll just, I'm just going to go to the kitchen and get something for you guys to drink, uh, you know, just some lemonade or something. Okay, I'll be back. I'm, all right. Just going to take out these Lincoln logs. Maybe Steven will show up sometime. What do you think you are? <laughs> huh? <laughs> Who do you think you are touching those logs? Oh. Oh, hi. You're, I'm... you're, very, you're very faint, Chris. Yeah. I'm... Who? I'm do you think you are touching uh, those oh. logs? Well, you know, I'm not as great as our the 16th president of the United States, Abraham Lincoln. I'm just Stephen. I'm from next door. That's a very good answer. Oh, well, it's true. <laughs> You're my age. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You must be Billy. Hi. Oh, you're touching my hand. Do I move it? Uh, I mean, yeah, yeah, you know, you don't want to be a, a limp, limp fish. Okay, let's move it side to side like this. Mm. Like we're stirring uh, a pot? Mm. N- no, you just kind of shake it up and down like this. See, here, there you go. There you no. go. With my whole, okay, my whole boys, body. Uh, I, I got I got some lemonade, boys. Here here you go, boys. Oh wow! Oh you're you're all, oh you you played with the Lincoln logs. You're already yes, doing okay. some some normal kid stuff. Wow, this is, this is the first time I've seen. Wow. Okay. All right, Billy. Well, um, uh, even is teaching me how to grab hands. <laughs> well. Oh, wow. We've really crossed some some boundaries here today. Oh wow. Okay. Um. Well, okay, you, uh, Stephen, would you like pink lemonade, yellow lemonade, or blue lemonade? Uh, blue doesn't sound right, Miss Burlington. I think your lemons might have gone bad. Uh, I mean, <laughs> I've never heard of lemonade. <laughs> okay, now, now, Pilly, not everyone is blessed like we are. We, you know, this is a. Uh, uh, Stephen, honey, this is this is uh this, this is something our family does. We make blue lemonade. You know, we just mix in a little bit of uh, of windshield wiper fluid into the lemonade to give it that nice uh, blue color. That's right. Uh, right. I uh I think uh windshield wiper fluid has ammonia in it. Mm. Honey, it just, it just gives it this sweet aftertaste. You should try it. I mean, uh, you know, B- Billy's been drinking it since he was, since he's been old enough to to drink anything other uh, than my milk, <laughs> which he still drinks. But oh, oh God. Um. Well, you know what? <laughs> Billy set such a good example. Uh, you know, he did something new today, shaking hands and. Well, I'll I'll try it out too. Let me, let me give me a give me one of those steins. 
Okay, here I'm you go. And I, I, I got a little, I got a silly straw for you too. And I'm just gonna go over to the kitchen and get some, get something to eat. Okay, you boys have fun. Okay. She gave oh. you the three, the three foot silly straw. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's taking a lot of pressure. Um, I'm really puckering here. Everyone in my family can use it, no problem. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, that really burns. It really burns a lot. It's bluminate. It's supposed to burn. Yeah, yeah, I bet it does. I bet it's supposed to. Hey, hey, kiddos. Uh, Dad, I'm home, little, little Billy. Uh, your mommy, mommy in? She is. She just gave us a batch of bluminate. This is my friend Stephen. He taught me how to grab hands, and then he hurt himself trying to drink bluminate. Wait. <laughs> You don't I know how to use a straw? I guess not. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, I was I was trying something a little bit different, you know, and, uh, <laughs> you know, it, it really burnt up my mouth when I drank it. Well, well you probably go back to your, your place and drink orange manade. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, crazy. Um, well, I mean, hey, where's where's have... uh, where... uh where's my friggin' wife? She's in the friggin' kitchen, Papa. Uh, thank you. Uh, you guys uh don't try not to throw up on the carpet anymore. Uh, oh, whatever. <laughs> I don't don't play <laughs> it too. Steven, uh, that was my Papa. He works on the radio. Does your Papa work on the radio? Oh. Uh, no, my papa is, is an architect. Oh, uh, 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 oh, well, I mean, <laughs> much like our 16th president, Abraham Lincoln, he builds houses. Wait, your papa plays with Lincoln Logs all day? <laughs> I, heard that, I heard that one from the kitchen. <laughs> that, was pretty, that was a funny one. Oh, <laughs> uh... uh uh, no, no. Then I don't so, understand. He, he. So, who built this house that you live in? Papa. Oh. Hey. <laughs> you called for me. I, you need me. Yes, I assume you built this house, right? Uh, oh. Well, um, not only did I build it, I. I <laughs> Well, I, I I didn't use like uh I just I just eyed it, just eyed it up. Oh, that's right. <laughs> that's why oh. we have the best house with all the best angles. Yeah. Oh, honey, and I noticed- are, honey, are you t- are you telling the story of how you, how you built our house out of uh, out of uh, uh, m- mud and and straw? Honey, geez, how much bluminate have you had? <laughs> hey, uh, yeah, I, I was telling him about the mud and straw. I was getting there, yeah. <laughs> oh, well, I mean, oh, I... it uh, looks like uh, your dad's here to pick you up. Uh, I he's pulling into well, our mud him, driveway. Invi- invite him in. Invite him in. He can have uh, dinner with us. I have, there's, enough, there's enough to go. Oh, come on, honey. This is oh, the first have, time we have... The first time we he's had a play date. Uh, we got a half the window 
wash fluid. Hey, it's uh, it's Freddy. It's uh, the pops couldn't be here. I'm Steven's slightly older, much sketchier brother. Hey, I'm oh. here to pick him up. Oh, hey, Freddy. Oh. Hey. Uh, nice I'm gonna to grab meet your you, hand, Freddy. Freddy. Hey. Oh, look at I'm here, Steven. Oh, wow. Let's uh. Steven, I was thinking, so instead of me leaving immediately, do you mind if I hang out with your friends? Um, <laughs> I don't, oh, yeah, uh, stay, in, stay and have feels, dinner with us. Okay, kind of cool. <laughs> okay. You're much cooler than Steven, Freddy. Um, you guys want to see me uh, do a little break dance on the floor here? I mean, I wasn't yeah. trying to impress anyone. I wasn't trying to impress anybody. I was just trying to be myself. Your brother is trying to break dance for us. And you're um, trying to like uh, uh, Oh, jeez. Uh, oh, wow. Uh, Man, he's oh, look at all the moving and logs uh, right uh, to the back. Oh, uh, uh, watch me twirl. Watch me twirl. Oh, wow. He's really, oh, he's really oh, tearing up the straw floor. Like Hey, you guys mind if I smoke dope in here? Hey, whoa, hey, oh. whoa. Frick, we can just be ourselves. <laughs> you got you can... Listen, what, what I think... I think we, we need to show our guests how we prepare for dinner time. Okay? So, every, okay, everybody... Everybody, grab, gather around. Grab your, oh. grab your, eat the hands of the person next to you. Oh, okay. With your elbows. Okay. Right. Okay. I'm gonna okay. Say great. Let's, okay. All right, family. Let's just let's start the start the the chant, and then um, you guys can join in as you feel comfortable. Okay. All right, right. So let's just all at all at the same time. Let's just. Start our chant, okay? Just, uh, I'm just gonna hum along. We'll go one word at a time. One word at a time. Did anybody wash their hands? I haven't washed my hands for 17 years, fool. Oh man, Steven, you are dope as hell, man. I oh uh, what me? Ha! <laughs> I'm Freddy. Freddy. Oh yeah, Freddy, my bad. I get you. It's okay. We look very similar. Me. We yeah. almost could be twins, except for I am much sketchier. Yeah. Yeah. True. I mean, we, maybe. I think we should. I, sh I think we should tell them. I think we should tell them why we really invited. Oh, oh come Steve, on, Stephen, over here. Right. What's the flip, okay. Mrs. H? <laughs> oh. All right. Well, we we did a survey, and we found that your family is yeah. the the coolest family oh. in our school district. Well, and. Uh, we just wanted some of that energy to rub off on our little boy here. Hmm. Well, yeah, That's right. well, I'm just, I'm just really trying to be myself, you know. Like, I'm just like a carefree well, little boy. Well, that's exactly what we found in the survey. Like, you don't care about being cool, oh, and God. and you you don't have any rituals or you just 
you're just you're just very normal, and apparently that's just cool nowadays. Oh. Okay. Steven, you're supposed to be helping me get cool by association. Oh. Yeah, Steven, you're really letting down your fellow friends. Hey. Uh, well, Man. Yeah, I, I, I was... I wasn't trying to force anything or do anything. I was just trying to enjoy some block time and maybe get some, some grub. <laughs> Steven, we can't get grub. We haven't even played Jacob's Ladder yet. Oh. <laughs> okay. 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 There's a lot of traditions here, I guess. Maybe they're just, you know, <laughs> all those traditions are getting yeah. in the way of you. Of kind of uh, any other concerns you have. Yeah, J- Jacob's Ladder is what we call uh, lasagna here. Oh, God. That's <laughs> okay. So that sounds fine, I think. Yeah, that Not fine. the kind of lasagna you eat, though. Right. Uh, what? Okay, that's, okay, moving away from fine. You're moving away from fine. The kind so if, you devour. Okay. Because it's so yeah, okay. good. All right, you've retreated back to fine now. You're... <laughs> So the longer we play, the more layers of we get. So it's really in your interest to, uh, you know, keep the game going. Um, okay. Honey, do you want to start us off? Yeah. Uh, listen, can you just invite our son to your birthday parties? I mean, we're all just beating around oh. the bush here. Oh. <laughs> I think. Also, Stephen, uh, could you invite me to your birthday party as well? I think you're the coolest in the family. Uh, Dog. Oh. Come on. Well, Freddie, the last time I invited you to my birthday party, you broke dance right on my birthday cake. <laughs> yeah, bro. You know I got the best moves. Right. Freddie, but that was my birthday cake, and I, I had to eat some off of your combat boots that you were wearing. Yeah, and it was, like, all over Reddit for, like, two weeks. We were huge. <laughs> Yeah. Yep. The internet okay, thought it okay. was very cool. Let's say we bring a second backup cake, just so that, like, if he does break dance, you'll still have one cake. Can Can our son come to your freaking birthday uh, party? I think really we need to move the backup cake to the front and have that specifically oh be God. a break dance, be a break dance cake, and then have the <laughs> other cakes, you know, specifically designed as the regular cake. A sacrificial cake. Yeah, I could spin that, dog. All right. I mean, we, our fam, our family already makes sacrificial desserts, so it'll it should be no problem for us. Mm-hmm. You guys have anything to uh, wash this uh, Jacob's ladder down, other than this bluminade? <laughs> Sing. <laughs> we'll stop it there. <laughs> we we had a very normal scene, then we went to crazy. Stuff. <laughs> uh, all right. What kudos do we have for everyone? Does anybody have any before I had to do the ones I wrote down? I thought Just those Laurent was really was really great. Like yeah. great for everyone. We maintained characters yeah. and they all progressed. Uh, it's a good way to keep it all, organized. They're all unique. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. There, there was a lot. There were a lot of threads going on there. I mean, there was like the war that happened, and like the stuff, the stuff at the library, and the stuff with the 
the the millionaire like inheritance family and the inventions. I mean, there's a lot going on there. So yeah, I like how like people. Yeah. Oh, you can go. You can go. I was gonna say there was a time jump and everyone was on board with that too. Yeah. Yeah, the war ended, oh, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, I liked how like uh people played off each other a lot. That was really cool. <laughs> Much of that. Yeah. I like how it like maybe this is just a th- uh, like a Laron thing, but it, it's almost like a rock paper scissors sort of arrangement, <laughs> but on a larger scale. Like the way everybody interacts differently. Everybody. What do you mean by yeah. that? Like it's it's like a li- like if you look at like a diagram of rock paper scissors, all those things point towards each other, right? In like different ways, though. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah. Mm. That's what it felt like. Yeah, that was that was a good one. Um, some of the specific lines I wrote out, um, Steve, I believe you you originally brought up Proust. Yeah, that was <laughs> you just out of nowhere said you're continuing your journey through Proust. Um, <laughs> and then Mesh, uh, not don't take this as a bad thing. Uh, you're lately you've been starting out as like British pompous uh, accents. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I really enjoy that character that you do, but uh, but during the middle of this one, it would it would get dropped, and then you'd you'd always start out the scene as British pompous <laughs> accent, and it would slowly kind of wear away. <laughs> that was funny, uh, Brendan. Uh, I really liked though every time he started was like, don't hide Diane me, or it was some <laughs> reference to that. Um, Mesh, I like that you brought up that Danny was dishonorably discharged. That was a nice uh, like, character trait to give somebody. Uh, and Danny initiating with just, I need somewhere to live. So that's a great <laughs> opening line, clear want. <laughs> You did the same thing. Yeah, you did the same thing when you came back again. Of I don't want to be your best man was your first line. It's like a very clear. This is what the scene's about. (laughs) That was nice. Yeah. Um, Steve, Steve, you're you're you guys kept talking about Tupperware a lot, (laughs) and and you you brought up that your character thought it was a good idea to take the bananas out of their peels and save them (laughs) inside of Tupperware. (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> like that would make them last longer. Yeah. Um, Brandon, Brandon had uh, when he was the character who thought he was uh, being like courted by the guy, but she was. Brandon was also married or something, uh, and he said, "I thought the pastries were the question." Uh, yeah. I <laughs> Uh, and mesh coming coming out of nowhere with just an excellent wedding theme of it's based on different stories from famous books. What a you should be a wedding planner. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then finally, Chris, I really your character of Soros, whatever whatever son or senior version of Soros you were. Um, that was an excellent. I mean, you kept that character going really well. And uh, I really like that you get to Wendy's at 10 p.m. and linger there till 3 a.m. <laughs> I've been declaring and, like an afternoon meeting or something. 
<laughs> and you called it yeah. lunch. Yeah, you called it lunch, that's right. Yeah. Um, yeah. And just all the the car parts. The dark plug to begin with was great, and then I just wanted to do bad ones since yours were so good. Oh, yeah. I had no idea where that came from. I was like, uh, I just said dark mag. plug. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and... Uh, I didn't write a ton down for the the final scene. Um, it was all it was all fun. I really liked that we were all just oh this family just has weird traditions. They drink uh, windshield fluid. <laughs> and, uh, the Chris, you you're really good at uh, like seeing something from a character's point of view of everything. There were so many mentions of shaking hands that were like natural to bring up like it wasn't forced like this character just learned how to shake hands he's gonna bring it up every moment that it it gets brought up and danny i really liked uh it was a strong character to come in as steven uh was his name steven or freddy freddy Freddy. Freddy. is it okay if i smoked open here I was just, like, uh, thinking about the most inappropriate thing to say, probably. Yeah. <laughs> we loved him and we hated Stephen, even though he was being so nice to us. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that's a jam, guys. Thanks for coming. It was a fun one. Yeah. 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 And does anybody, does anybody uh, want to host Saturday that hasn't or want to host again or mesh? I believe you might be next if you would like. Um, yeah, I Not could. I could do it. Give it a shot. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Why not? <laughs> do it. Do it. All right. Um, All right. So. And it's very easy. Um, you can if you go to the calendar page. Do you know how to get to that? Yeah. It'll take you two minutes to make whatever you want to call Saturday's Jam. And then just uh, email me at oozebear at gmail.com and I'll put it on the homepage after okay. you make it. Okay. Saturday at five. All right. Cool. All right. Let's do it. See you guys. All right. Bye. Bye. Bye.